your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 531 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. That song you're hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And today, I want to continue something that we started last week. We began this project in episode 528, to be exact, and we are going to do part two of a two-parter here, talking about Rangers who could be up for some awards this season. We hit on some of the big ones in episode 528. You know, the uh, the Norris, the Vesna, the Harp. But we're going to dive into a couple, uh, I don't necessarily want to say obscure awards that the NHL hands out, but uh, a couple that maybe uh, get overlooked in favor of, you know, again, the big awards like the Vesna and the Norris, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One award that does not get overlooked, and it's where we're going to start today, is the Jack Adams Award, which, of course, goes annually to the best coach in the league. And I think there's a strong case to be made for Gerard Gallant this season when you consider the fact that he comes in, takes over this Ranger team that hasn't been in the playoffs in quite a few seasons here. I mean, I know that in the pandemic season, when they let 24 teams into the playoffs, yes, the Rangers were kind of there, but they got swept out of the qualifying round. And I think teams that lose in the qualifying round that year aren't even officially recognized as playoff teams. So for all intents and purposes, been a long time since the Rangers have truly been a playoff team. And they certainly seem like they're on their way this year and potentially even for more than just making the playoffs. Uh, but we'll get into that uh, at another time. Bottom line, Gerard Gallant has come in first season with the New York Rangers and has propelled this team to new heights. If he was to win the award this season, it would make him a two-time winner. He also won the award in 2017-2018 with the Vegas Golden Knights. Obviously, that was the season when Gallant guided them to the Stanley Cup Finals despite the fact that the Knights were an expansion team. He would also become one of only a handful of coaches to win the award multiple times. For starters, Pat Burns, the only coach in NHL history to win the Jack Adams Award three times. And as far as coaches who have won it twice, you've got Jacques Demers, Pat Quinn, Scotty Bowman, Jacques Lemaire, John Tortorella, and Barry Trotz. And I think something that bodes well for Gallant and his chances of winning this award. And frankly, I don't, I don't know how much Gallant necessarily cares about this. I mean, I, I'm sure it's always nice to get rewarded, but you guys have seen Gallant and his pressers. He's pretty much all business and keeps focus on the team. Uh, he's not somebody that needs a lot of attention himself. So I don't know how big of a deal this would be to him, but be that as it may, he is still a strong candidate. And I think when you look at Gerard Gallant, what are some of the things that he does best is something that I've mentioned in the past. It's something that was true of him before he came to the Rangers and something that I think continues to be true uh, now that he is with the Rangers. And that is the very simple fact that he seems to have this knack for getting the most out of players of all different uh, ages, ability levels, long-term upside, different positions, you get the idea. He gets the most out of everybody on his roster. And I think when you look at the team this season, I mean, you can start at the goaltending position. We'll kind of just go through it quick here. Uh, look, Igor Shesterkin, he's absolutely phenomenal. I realize Benoit Allaire, the Rangers' longtime goalie coach, has a ton to do with that as well. But bottom line, uh, Gerard Gallant is coaching Igor Shesterkin, and Shesterkin is having a Vesna-worthy season. And Alex Georgiev, you know, if you look at his numbers right now, that's nothing too crazy, but, you know... 
Gallant has kind of empowered Georgiev to a certain extent. He talks him up whenever he gets the chance, and we saw Alex Georgiev perform very, very well when Igor Shesterkin had to miss uh, a handful of games at two different junctures this season. So uh, Gallant doing a nice job there. As far as the defenseman, like I said, I will take the top four Ranger defensemen up against just about any quartet of defensemen in hockey. Fox, Lindgren, Truba, Miller. We all know who they are, uh, but obviously, you know, those guys are all having strong seasons. Braden Schneider off to a heck of a start this season, too. Once again, all under the direction of Gerard Gallant. And then if you look at the forwards, I mean, there's certain guys that, you know, you feel pretty good about going into the season that, okay, we're going to get an all-star caliber level of production from Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad. And indeed, both of those guys had all-star worthy seasons. Mika Zibanejad was chosen to the all-star team. Uh, obviously, he could not participate. Uh, Artemi Panarin was not chosen to the all-star team. But they're both having fantastic seasons under Gerard Gallant. And frankly, I think this is the best that we've ever seen Mika Zibanejad play this season. And I realize that's setting the bar pretty high. He's had some unbelievable seasons for this New York Ranger team ever since being acquired from the Ottawa Senators. But when you look at the complete package, you look at his uh, total game, the fact that he's emerged as this elite penalty killer, a great defensive forward as well, and the rate in which he's producing points. And keep in mind, Mika and Kreider are both doing this without necessarily getting a ton of help from whoever's playing right wing. It's typically Capo Caco, and I'm not just like taking a pot shot at Caco. I mean, he's done okay. He's had his moments here and there this season. He's chipped in every now and then, but imagine like if they had a guy who was at their level or near that level uh, on that top line there. I, I can't even imagine what Mika and Kreider's numbers would both look like, and speaking of Kreider, uh, that's exhibit A as far as Gerard Gallant getting the most out of his players because as we know, Chris Kreider leading the league in goals against all odds. He's a decade into his NHL career. We thought he was always going to be this streaky up and down player. It's just kind of what you sign up for uh, when you're dealing with Chris Kreider. But lo and behold, he's found that consistency that he has not been able to find under a slew of other coaches for the New York Rangers. And how much of it has to do with Gerard Gallant, that's up for debate, but I don't think it hurts. Clearly, Gallant uh, has found a way to push the buttons of, uh, you know, somebody that is a former first-round pick for the Rangers and somebody that needs to lead the way for this team because, as we discussed in the past, this is kind of a top-heavy roster for the Rangers. So to have Chris Kreider you know, really excel and have just this outstanding season, it's absolutely huge for this team and uh, where they ultimately would like to go. If you look at other forwards, I mean, you know, that fourth line, whoever he puts on the fourth line, they seem to really excel, whether it's Reeves or McKegg or Rooney or Dryden Hunt. All those guys are having solid seasons. You know, you don't count on them to stuff the score sheet, that's for sure, but all of them bring it on a night-in and night-out basis, and the Rangers finally have a bonafide fourth line. They have a fourth line that plays like a fourth line, so that's really nice as well. As far as something that could really put Gerard Gallant over the top, as far as his chances of winning this Jack Adams award, I think if we take a look at the four former first-round forwards on this New York Ranger team. And of course, that's Lafreniere, that's Capo Caco, that's Philip Hedl, and that's Julian Gauthier. If some or all of these guys can take a dramatic step or two forward in the second half of the season, which certainly seems possible, and they just really light it up, that's when the Rangers become dangerous. And if those players improve by leaps and bounds down the stretch here, that's where Gerard Gallant becomes, to me, the absolute odds-on favorite to be the coach of the year. Uh, he might already be the favorite for coach of the year. There is some good competition. I'm going to mention at least a couple of these guys real quick. I think you got to look at 
Todd McClellan. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings were not expected to do anything this season. They're in second place in the Pacific Division. Uh, although there, you know, it is worth noting that when you combine the Kings' regulation losses with their overtime losses, they have just one more win than total losses. Couple teams behind the Kings have a couple games in hand, but McClellan, I think, is a good choice. Uh, if you look at Dallas Eakins, he's the coach of the Ducks. They're in third place in the Pacific, another team that really wasn't expected to do a whole lot this year. You've got Jared Bednar of the Colorado Avalanche. They have the best record in hockey. They're one point behind the Panthers, but they have about four games in hand on them uh, as far as the President's Trophy race is concerned. And you might hear coach of the Avalanche and roll your eyes, you know, because, well, that roster's stacked. I mean, is he really doing that great of a job? Hey, you know what? They're still having a fantastic season. So I think Bednar is at least in the conversation there. You've got John Hines of the Nashville Predators. They were expected to be kind of a middling team and they're in second place in the Central. Uh, Andrew Burnett for the Panthers. He's the interim coach there. Uh, the less said about Joel Quinville, the better. But, you know, Burnett stepped into a difficult situation there, and the team really hasn't missed a beat ever since he's taken over. And I think Rod Brindamore for the Canes, you got to mention him, as always. I mean, they're having another stellar season there, despite having a very bizarre offseason as far as some of the moves that they were making. But, I mean, he's got them playing together, and lo and behold, they're in first place in the very difficult Metro division. So there's a lot of good candidates, but I think Gerard Gallant is firmly in the running, especially when you consider the fact that this is his first year with the New York Rangers. I don't think any of those guys that I just mentioned are in their first year with their team, other than Burnett. Obviously, he's the interim coach there. But uh, yeah, Gallant, I mean, he's got to at least be in the running. He's having a, a fantastic season in his first year as the Rangers head coach. There's really no other way to say it, and I think he deserves strong consideration for the award. And we're going to continue uh, talking about some of the other awards in the NHL. Are there any other Rangers that might be up for some hardware, or at least in the conversation? We will get to all that in just a second. But first, just want to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.net. There might be less football being played, but BetOnline.net has way more odds and info for this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And it's not just football. BetOnline.net's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports, right on down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, just want to thank everybody, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right, let's go ahead and keep it rolling here. We're going to talk about the Art Ross Trophy, and this one has absolutely no subjectivity. It very simply just goes to the player that leads the NHL in points at the end of the regular season. Right now, it would go to Jonathan Huberdeau. He's leading the way with 64 points. He is followed by Leon Dreisaitl with 63 and then Nazem Kadri and Connor McDavid each have 60 points. And then finally, to round out the top five here, Alex Ovechkin has 58. As far as the Rangers are concerned, the guy that's closest to, you know, all of the guys I just mentioned, specifically Huberto, who's leading the way, is Artemi Panarin. He is currently in ninth place. He has 52 points. So he is 12 points off the pace set by Huberto. Uh, what makes this so difficult, if you're Panarin, 
And again, you know, I don't think Panarin gets too caught up in this kind of stuff. You know, he he just wants to win. And I think that's what's so cool about this Ranger team. I don't think there's a lot of guys that are too wrapped up in individual accolades. It's about the team. It's about winning. It's about, ultimately, the Stanley Cup, whether that happens this season or whether the Rangers, you know, truly emerge as bona fide Stanley Cup contenders in the seasons to come and maybe even Stanley Cup favorites at one time or another uh, going into any given season. But that's where the Rangers' focus is. That's where Panarin's focus is. But bottom line, I'm still going to talk about this. Panarin is 12 points off the pace. And again, what makes this so difficult is that not only is he 12 points behind the leader, but he's also got eight excellent hockey players that are all in front of him. So he would have to leapfrog eight players that are all just completely world-class. It would be very, very difficult to pass every single one of them. Not going to say it's impossible, but uh, if I'm looking at this objectively, I don't think there's any way that anybody on the Rangers is going to end up with the Art Ross Trophy this season. I would love to be wrong about that because obviously that means that somebody is absolutely setting the world on fire in the second half of the season here. I should also mention that uh, Mika Zibanejad is currently tied with Brad Marchand for 12 points. They each have 49 points. And then you've also got Adam Fox and Chris Kreider. They are in a four-way tie for 15th place. Also with Timo Meyer and Victor Hedman, all four of those players have 47 points apiece. So I don't think a Ranger, once again, is going to claim this award. But I got to say, it's pretty cool looking at the league leaders and points and seeing that the Rangers have four players in the top 15 or at least four players that are tied for 15th place or better. Uh, No other team in the league even has three players in the top 15, and the Rangers have four. So again, that is just pretty cool to see. Uh, Just sensational seasons. See, I'm running out of adjectives. I had to break out sensational. Sensational seasons for our Temi Panarin, Adam Fox, Chris Kreider, and Mika Zibanejad. I just can't say enough about the job that those guys are doing, and it really is cool uh, seeing, again, four players in the top 15 in points in the league all playing for the New York Rangers. Here's an interesting one. We've got the Frank J. Selkie Trophy. This is given annually to the forward who best excels in defensive aspects of the game. And I hear this and I think, man, can we give some love to Mika Zibanejad? You know, this is another award that coming on here and talking about it, very, very difficult for me to judge. You know, I'm not watching every single team in the league every single night. I might not know about somebody who plays on the third line on the Winnipeg Jets who really excels as a defensive forward. So, again, it's hard for me to come on here and start pounding my fist on the table and saying that this award needs to go to Mika Zibanejad, but I do think he's somebody that at least deserves some consideration. I mean, you guys see what he does on a night-in and night-out basis. He's just become the total package, everything you would want from an NHL centerman, and, you know, does a great job defensively. I mean, there's really no other way to put it. He's gotten better at face-offs. I would think that that would partially factor into this here because if you're winning face-offs, especially in your own zone, you are preventing the other team from potentially getting a scoring opportunity. He does a great job on the penalty kill as well. Uh, Alexander Barkov is the defending champion here, but it's actually also worth noting that no other Ranger has ever won this trophy. And like I said, I think Mika Zibanejad should at least get some comparison. I would maybe even throw Kevin Rooney in there too. I mean, this is somebody that has been a great defensive forward for the last couple seasons here for the New York Rangers. Does a phenomenal job on the penalty kill as well. Uh, with Rooney, though, I, I don't think that, frankly, he has the name to win an award like this. I, I think, you know, us Ranger fans are certainly appreciative uh, for the most part of the work that Kevin Rooney does night in and night out for this team. But I think around the league, if this award went to Kevin Rooney, there'd be a lot of who, who's Kevin Rooney. But uh, be that as it may, again, very, very difficult award to judge. 
I don't watch every team, and, and even when I do, I'm not focusing in on you know defensive prowess by the fourth-line center on the Arizona Coyotes or whatever it might be. You guys get the idea. Um, so I'll leave this one to the experts and the people that are you know looking to find a defensive forward to give this award to every single season. But yeah, I mean, I want to at least name drop Mika Zibanejad and also Kevin Rooney because I think both of them do a great job uh, defensively for this New York Ranger team. And like I said, we're going to continue talking about uh, some of these awards, including one of my favorites, which is the Stephen McDonald Extra Effort Award. We're going to get to all that in just a second. But first, just wanted to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse just so happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there, how did you hear about us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, just want to thank everybody once again for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Got a couple more awards to get through here, and I will say I'm not covering each and every single last solitary uh, award that there is in the NHL. I'm covering most of them, though, and uh, I do think I'm covering all of the awards that, you know, a Ranger at least is in the running for. There's there's some kind of a case that can be made uh, for a Ranger to win the award. And one that I'll mention real quick here is the Lady Bing. This is given to the player who exhibits the best sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability. And I think that, uh, you know, Artemi Panarin probably got hosed last season when it comes to Lady Bing. He only had six penalty minutes the entire season last year. Uh, this year, you know, he could be in the running again. He does have 14 penalty minutes this season. But, you know, gentlemanly conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability, I think Panarin fits that description. You could maybe even throw Adam Fox in there as well. Uh, Fox has 14 penalty minutes this season, which is not a lot for a defenseman for sure. Uh, but, you know, again, great player and plays a very clean game. I, I think that, you know, he would fit the bill for this. Very, very difficult, though, I would say, to uh, predict the winner of the Lady Bing in any given season. Also, I want to cover the King Clancy Trophy. This goes to the best leader. Uh, also going to combine this one with the Marc Messier NHL Leadership Award. They're very, very similar. The Messier Leadership Award goes to the player who exemplifies great leadership qualities to his team on and off the ice during the regular season. And I would imagine that both of these trophies would probably go to the captain of a team. And seeing as how the Rangers do not have a captain, be very, very difficult to imagine somebody on the Rangers being awarded uh, one or both of these awards. There are a lot of players on the Rangers that certainly bring some leadership to the table. Uh, Kreider, Mika, Truba, you know, Panarin's kind of a lead-by-example kind of guy. I would say even Ryan Strom. And, you know, as I'm doing this, I realize I'm pretty much just listing uh, the six alternate captains on the New York Rangers. So we might as well throw Barclay Goodrow in there as well. But, uh, yeah, you know, awards like this, they seem tailor-made to go to a captain of a team. And, again, the Rangers do not have a captain. And it'd be hard to 
really pick any one of these six alternate captains head and shoulders above any of the rest of them, so I don't think any Rangers will get serious consideration for the King Clancy. Another one I want to mention real quick here, we've got the Jim Gregory GM of the Year Award, and I think Chris Drury deserves at least some consideration. I know that he got a lot of the fan base upset with him when he traded Pavel Buchnevich for Sammy Blay in a second-round draft pick. We've been over that in the past. I don't think it's necessarily one of Drury's best moves, especially when you consider the season that Pavel Buchnevich is currently having for the St. Louis Blues. But even though I didn't necessarily like the trade, I at least understood where he was coming from. He felt he needed to shed a little bit of uh, cap space and that the Rangers weren't in position to give Pavel Buchnevich nearly $6 million a season. They would need that money in other places down the road. We saw them extend Adam Fox and Igor Shesterkin this offseason. Uh, they weren't going to be cheap because of Banajad as well. They did three different extensions. So dealing Pavel Buchnevich was kind of a necessary evil. But when you look at uh, this team that he's assembled here, uh, I think it looks pretty strong. And of course, he's kind of piggybacking off of some of the work that was done by Jeff Gorton and John Davidson. But be that as it may, obviously, this is a well-constructed Ranger team. They have a little bit of everything. And I don't think that there's really a glaring weakness on this team. I suppose if there is, you could say that it's maybe scoring depth. Once you get past the top six, it's, it's hard to know where the goals and the points are going to come from on this team. But Again, be that as it may, I think this is a well-constructed Ranger team. Every single player on this roster is there for a purpose. Some players are better than others. Some guys are having better seasons than others. Some guys are living up to expectations, while others are maybe falling a little bit short of it. But every single player on this New York Ranger roster is there for a purpose. You know, they have a reason of being there. There aren't. There's nobody who's there just to be there. You know, they were all brought in with, with good intentions and with a specific role in mind. So I think Drury deserves at least some consideration for GM of the year. I wouldn't really know how to rank him against other GMs. I'd have to basically go back into the offseason and look at every single transaction that every single team made. But again, looking at the landscape of the NHL right now, I think Drury should at least be in the running. Uh, we can also turn our attention to Ranger MVP. I mean, to me... There are only five candidates. I mean, I say only. That's actually kind of a lot. But there are five candidates for Ranger MVP. Igor Shesterkin, Chris Kreider, Artemi Panarin, Adam Fox, and Mika Zibanejad. I think all five of these guys weren't serious consideration uh, from the Rangers this season. But something that I keep coming back to, because I was looking at this, I'm trying to decide, okay, who's really the most valuable player for the Rangers this season? The fact that I keep coming back to is... Again, there are four skaters that could legitimately be considered for Ranger MVP, Kreider, Panarin, Fox, and Mika. The fact that there are four of them, there's a little bit of a cancel-out factor there, and so I think it's got to be Igor Shesterkin. And you guys saw what Igor did in the early portions of the season, just stealing games left and right. He's still won a couple of games uh, in recent weeks and months as well, but I mean... He was the MVP of the league in the first month of the season. I said that the other day, and I stand by it. And I think when you look at, uh, just first of all, the overall importance of the goaltending position, and when you just look at what this guy does on a night-in and night-out basis, you know, I, I think he's your guy. And listen, it would kill the Rangers to lose Kreider or Panarin or Fox or Mika uh, for any amount of time. But I think I would take my chances with one of those guys missing time out of the lineup than Igor Shesterkin. You know, if you go into the playoffs. Obviously, you want all five of those guys there. The Rangers absolutely cannot lose Igor Shesterkin. That's with all apologies and all respect to Alex Georgiev, but Igor Shesterkin, if the Rangers are going anywhere in the playoffs, he's going to have to be there, and he's going to have to be leading the way, and I think for all those reasons, he is the Ranger MVP this season. And then uh, 
Want to wrap up with this one, one of my uh, personal favorite awards, the Stephen McDonald Extra Effort Award. I think a lot of people know the story behind Stephen McDonald and how this award came into existence, but for anybody who doesn't, you know, I'll give you the quick version here. Uh, basically, this award is named after the late Stephen McDonald. He passed away in 2017. He was shot in the line of duty in 1986 as a member of the NYPD. The shooting paralyzed him, left him as a quadriplegic, but uh, Mr. McDonald was a Huge New York Ranger fan, and the Rangers have done a fantastic job honoring his memory with the Extra Effort Award. Uh, it's been given out annually to a player on the Rangers every season since 1987-1988. Uh, Jan Eriksson was the inaugural winner, but you know Adam Fox won it last year. Mika Zibanejad won it the two seasons before that. Henrik Lundqvist won it twice. Zuccarello won it twice. Ryan Callahan won it four times. Adam Graves won it five times. You get the idea. I mean, you guys can look up the award and see who won it every single season. But I just wanted to give you an overview there. But this award is chosen by the fans. It's put to a fan vote. And it goes to the Ranger who goes above and beyond the call of duty. Now, that's a pretty broad uh, description as far as who won who can win this award. But I think, you know, looking at the landscape, and there's a couple of different Rangers that you could certainly make a case for. But for this season, I'm thinking Chris Kreider. You know, you look at the season that Chris Kreider has had, he he just brings it every single night. When you think extra effort, uh, you think Chris Kreider going to the net every single night, establishing a net front presence, shaking off these defensemen who want to move him out of there, deflecting pucks into the net, uh, killing penalties. He's a great defensive player as well. Uh, Chris Kreider, for the first time in his career, I would say, we can finally say that he is the total package. This guy is just a complete hockey player and somebody who could well lead the NHL in goals when it's all said and done this season. That's what he does on on the ice uh, as far as what he does away from the ice, and I do believe this factors in as well. Uh, Chris Kreider, very, very charitable. He does a lot of work with the Garden of Dreams Foundation. And, you know, I've seen videos both on MSG and just looking stuff up on YouTube. He's not one of those guys, and listen, anybody who contributes to the Garden of Dreams Foundation or any charity, uh, bravo to you for doing that. I mean, that's absolutely fantastic. You don't even have to be a professional athlete to do things like that. Um, but obviously, you know, kids that are visited by a professional athlete, they're naturally going to feel uh, pretty good about that and really enjoy the experience. And I'm sure it boosts their spirits. But Chris Kreider, you talk about going above and beyond. He doesn't just poke his head in for 10 minutes and then say bye. I mean, he Stays there for a long time. He's very charitable. And I've seen videos where, you know, there's certain kids that he's gone to visit in the hospital or whatever it might be. Uh, he ends up, you know, staying in touch with those kids and checking in on them from time to time. So, yeah, when you combine everything Kreider does on the ice with everything he does away from the ice, uh, I think Chris Kreider might be your guy this year for the Stephen McDonald Extra Effort Award. And like I said, this goes to a fan vote. You guys might have some ideas in mind as well. You know, you could go with uh, Mika Zibanejad, Igor Shesterkin, you know, I'm trying to think like extra effort. Maybe maybe Ryan Reeves. You know, Ryan Reeves goes out there, throws his weight around. Uh, really good guy off the ice as well. You know, there's a lot of options. There really are. But uh, for me, I, I think Chris Kreider right now is my guy. It's a, it's a very, um, the award is, is very subjective. You can kind of just give it to anybody who you think uh, puts in the extra effort. And I don't think there's a bad choice among this Ranger team because there's a lot of very likable players on this team and a lot of guys who are very charitable and a lot of guys who bring it every single night uh, when the puck drops and, uh, you know, just play hard for 60 minutes. 
Uh, but that will pretty much do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making Lockdown New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NHL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It is free and available wherever you get your podcasts.